Let's do it. How's the JTN merch store doing, Joe? <laughs> well, check this out. I have a product that's going to save it. It's neglected. I have a product that's going to save it. Like a child that gets taken away by CPS. I have a product that is going to save the JTN merch store. Okay. For good. Forever. Forever. It is going to save it. Forever. Um, so when you guys, when you guys, I know you guys haven't sim raced in a, in a hot minute, but when you guys do sim race, you guys, do you, what, what, what footwear do you normally wear when you're sim socks? Racing? Yeah, socks. I, I race in socks. A pair of socks. Mm-hmm. What if, what if I told you that there was a pair of socks made for sim racing? <laughs> oh no. Because I feel like JTN could really tap into the, the sim racing market under the Fake Racers podcast name. Because Fake Racers, sim racing. Um, so here's my idea. Here's my grand idea. Uh, something that I've noticed sometimes when I'm sim racing, especially at super speedways, is my foot starts to hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, hitting, pressing on the pedal. Especially when I've used like worse pedals in the past. Mm-hmm. Like Logitech pedals or something like that. Oh, like, not necessarily bad. worse, but lower, like, lower tier pedals. Yeah. My foot hurts. Because I'm, you know, it's it's you know it's it's on the edge. It's a small pedal, yada yada. Here's here's my idea, right? I'm thinking like a version of grippy sock, where like below like the toe line of the sock and like down like on the bottom of the foot, like everything but the toes is like a is like a hard harder grippy material, and then under the toes is like a softer grippy material, like normal grippy sock bottoms, and. We just put the Fake Racers podcast logo on it, and we call them Sim Racing Socks. And I feel like this is a, an invention. I could patent it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe we could work out a deal with, like, you know, obviously, right now, this is all just kind of like we're tossing ideas. This is a lot of brainstorming. Yeah, don't take but everyone out there. Don't lot, take his idea. Yeah. This is a lot of. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of back and forth. A lot of brainstorming. Trust Pat- me, I already have. I've I've written a lot of letters. Things are in motion. You won't be able to do this. Um, there's a lot of back and forth, but maybe one day we can kind of work with smaller companies like Alpine Stars or, mm-hmm. you know, Sparco, you know, like Small. startup companies, and then, yeah. and then work our way up uh-huh. to something a little more professional. Like Puma. Um, or JTN, Fake Racers Podcast brand sim racing gear. Um, oh, yeah. So I, just, so I just wanted to kind of throw that idea, and I, I wanted to use that as a way to spur ideas for you guys to think about spicing up what we know now is a JTN merch store, but may w- become one day the JTN fake racers store. Oh, I have a, I have a bunch of ideas about that, but yeah, you, you don't want to hear them because they're pretty negative. Oh, yeah. Not about your socks, but about the merch store. Cause I like the idea right. of your socks. <clears throat> I think the socks are a, a worthwhile invention. I just think we need, I need to change the merch store. That's true. Like, That's not negative. You like spring. That's productive. Like spring isn't the best. Uh, it's got YouTube integration, which is good. That's pretty good. They don't send. I, I, from what I can tell, from what I know, my experience only they they refuse to make mugs. Yeah, they're you know they're not great. Do you guys they don't like make them. The printing quality isn't great either. The shot, so only the handle of the mug is in the shot. I noticed. It's just mean, honestly. Because I it see wasn't that even intentional, but I just noticed that as you were saying it. Because I see that, and what you guys need to understand is I've never felt that before. That's not saying I've never seen the JTN mug handle in real life. It's uh, it's Davey, not true. It's not whenever, whenever whenever I get the chance to visit you, I'm gonna bring mm-hmm. my mug just so you can hold it. 
please let it break on the way. That please would be amazing, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> hand it to him and drop it. <laughs> Just only the handle breaks off. <laughs> Are you okay, Davey? Can we start the show, please? <laughs> Folks, this is Fake Racers Podcast. Um, I'm Joe. Uh, Matthew down I'm below. Davey. That's Davey. Um, we're here. We're trying some new stuff this week. If you're a long-time listener or first-time caller, you know, um, you, you might be a little confused. Uh, don't worry. We got gotcha. you. We got some great stuff. We got uh, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna podcast it up tonight. How's that sound, boyos? Hell sure, yeah. man. Alright. So we're calling no. our opening. Well we're calling our First segment, calling it hot laps, you know, because mm. we're going out there trying to get, trying to put a good time down. We're trying to get the good vibes flowing here at the start. So let's start with something that everyone's talking about this week. <laughs> Denny Hamlin won in controversial fashion. I'm gonna just zip my lips. Matthew, you can go first. <laughs> Davy can re- rebut, refute, whatever, <clears throat> rebuttal. And we'll go from there. So I, I, I like that Matthew. we're prefacing this as if Davey and I weren't like on the same page when we were talking about this earlier. <laughs> I think it sucked because it, it, it wouldn't be much of a podcast if we all agreed. So yeah. I got I'm the closest one that disagrees with everyone. So I have to be the guy who's going to get the heat. Yeah. And that's fine. I'll accept it. Heat. You, you, you'll yes. And <laughs> this week. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Battling for the lead, late restart. Uh, basically, the exact same thing that happened last year. Uh, Denny Hamlin on the inside, a Chevy driver on the outside. Hamlin washes up. Car on the outside gets into the wall. May or may not be contact. And hose mad uh, <laughs> afterwards. And it, I don't know really how to leapfrog into this, but like, I'm tot- I'm not against the idea that Kyle Larson has one coming because God knows he's run a lot of people into the wall in the last year and a half. Um, But it was like what I was saying, Denny Hamlin plays innocent in his interview. Maybe he did think he didn't do anything wrong, but it's like you did the same thing two years in a row. I feel like you know what you did. Makes the excuse of like, oh, we had a lane to the outside, and it's like, well, you had like three to your inside, so that kind of doesn't make sense. And it's, it's just the, in my opinion, the, you know, consistent victim complex from denny hamlin of like why is everybody mad at me but then when it happens to him he's like oh this guy sucks and i hate him i don't know <clears throat> just frustrating same old thing so i don't think there's yeah. a victim complex going on like i don't think he's like why is everybody mad at me i don't think he's like questioning what happened it, it never it never once felt like he it was like under the impression that no one was going to be mad you know yeah i don't i don't <laughs> think he ever worded it that way maybe that's uh, the wrong term but it's it it's like what i've said where like denny hamlin very clearly wants to be the dude in the garage the the authority figure and he wants people to listen when he talks but when you talk that much and when you demand that level of attention people are going to scrutinize everything you say and do so much more so it's a fair it's, point it, yeah it's hard it's hard for especially fans but the, it seems it, and definitely from kyle larson's <clears throat> interview which we'll get into is that a lot of drivers push back on that idea because Denny doesn't seem to always practice what he preaches, it seems like. And it's not to say that nobody can run anybody into the wall. It's just like, if you're going to wax poetic 
on your platform every chance you get, then maybe don't play dumb when you try to put somebody in their place. Seemingly, maybe he didn't. Maybe he didn't try to put Kyle Larson in the wall, but he still missed the corner and ran him up the track. And either way, like you can't, <laughs> you can't play dumb in all of this. I don't know. It's just frustrating. Mm. Yeah, you know that. Like to a level, I like like I've you know. This discussion is going to be done to death. Everything yeah, I say is, yeah. it, there's not going to be an original thought here. Someone will have said no. this. I, I, you know, I just don't, I can't find the energy to get riled up about it because there's, you know, race car drivers play media games every week. One of them does. And, and, you know, I think, you know, personally, I think some of the discussion about Denny Hamlin thinking that, like, you know, Oh, this is the way to do it. This is exactly how to be. I think I think some of that's a little overplayed, but I understand as well that it comes kind of comes back to that point that Denny Ham is going to be scrutinized because he does say those things. He does say those things. As I say, he doesn't say those things, but it is made into a bigger deal because it's him. Because I like I mean Kyle Larson has run countless people into the wall, and it doesn't ever get nearly this much attention. And it largely flies under the radar. And, and I, I don't know for, I haven't gone back and looked at every Kyle Larson interview. So I can't say whether Kyle Larson's taking blame or whether Kyle Larson's this or that. I think Kyle Larson just doesn't say anything about it. I think yeah. he just keeps his mouth shut in general altogether to his detriment and to his credit in a way, because it leads to him kind of being able to fly under the radar and continue doing it. I mean, he did it twice in one weekend at Darlington, once in Xfinity, once in cup. Um, you know, it, 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 he's. I think that's. And he somehow. I don't. I don't want to move too far off topic, mm -hmm. but my main thing is I don't see the need to get so riled up about a driver who may or may not be a hypocrite. When this is a this is a, being a hypocrite is a thing we see across all of racing. I don't. I hear F one drivers contradict themselves. <laughs> yeah within an hour of themselves. Like it's ridiculous, but, um, you know, I wish I could disagree more to have a good fun little argument, but like, I, like I see why people are mad, but I myself can't find that energy because I just don't see how it's that much different than a million other things that we see all the time. I, and yeah. same, same with the media comments. I don't see how it's that much different. Um, and also, you know, going moving on, Denny Hamlin went on to say on his podcast that he doesn't love that he did it, and I I think that is no, I I believe him. I mean, he's friends with Kyle Larson. He doesn't he doesn't feel all warm and fuzzy that he put oh. him in the wall, you know. Like I I I, I I've been glad that I have won races or been mm -hmm. glad that I have performed well in in sim racing and karting, and still felt bad about the fact that maybe I overran someone, mm -hmm. you know. And so uh, that is a real thing. I. I believe him, and also if you don't believe him, that's probably you're probably the same person that clowned him when he admitted to doing something to Ross, <laughs> and he got penalized for it. Yeah. And now you want him to admit it. So what? He what? The, there's no. I don't think there's any winning here. No, and, and you know, no, maybe no. he did that to himself. I'm not gonna say he didn't do it to himself. Mm -hmm. I I remain neutral on that. But there's no winning. There's no way he's getting out of this, <laughs> like without without getting booed or without all this stuff. Um, and you know, looking at the, looking at the incident itself, rewinding back to the incident, the more I watch it, there is an onboard posted from behind the incident as well. The contact was very minimal. 
it really actually wasn't as bad as it looked from that initial angle on TV. Yeah, the the live view made it look like he just straight punted Larson into the fence. Yeah, and, and so I could I could believe that he he genuinely for a little bit thought that there wasn't contact. He went back and looked at the replay and he maintained it. I think he's just saying that for his podcast because there's no way because there was a t- there was definitely a little bit of contact. There's no way there wasn't that he is he is yeah, just I mean, wrong. His hood flaps were one. literally up. Like, yeah. like those usually don't come up without hitting something. Yeah. Or, and, and like, even that, like you can kind of maybe make a case for like the air being moved around. Cause the, yeah. the, the air gets turbulent when cars get that close side by side, but it just looked so much like there was just a brush, like a, just a rub, just enough to send Kyle Larson to the top. And Kyle Larson, he's done this before too, where he's gotten, he's gotten hit and then he just throttles it. <laughs> so maybe he didn't make it that much better. Phoenix, uh, with Ryan Newman come to mind. Darlington. Uh, Darlington as well. Yeah. This a, year. Wow. What am I, what the hell am I thinking? <laughs> um, yeah. I wanted to, and, go ahead. I wanted to real quick, go back to that Darlington. Cause you, you mentioned it, uh, you know, Ross kind of gave it back to him and stuff. And yeah, Ross screwed he up. Did. And we talked about it at that time. And Larson was so upset over that. Yeah. You know, uh, felt like this situation should have been a little more upset than, than maybe Darlington with the way because he yeah. didn't do anything to Agreed. Denny in that race. Um, I actually genuinely agree. With, that's a that's a good yeah. point as well. Um, but you yeah, know they're friends. Was, yeah, that was the thing too. That like it it just seemed completely unprovoked if it was intentional. I don't I, I don't think it was intentional. I think it was no. just kind of careless. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's it, when you're talking about the levels of scrutiny, I think the biggest part is, is like we're saying, is Denny talks a lot. And like every time there's an incident with Denny Hamlin, my initial reaction is like, God damn it. I'm going to have to hear about this for the next two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> so I think, yeah, that that's the big. And I think that is the biggest deciding factor between this is Denny Hamlin has a platform and likes to talk and Kyle Larson doesn't. And, and he also fused with Hendrick drivers a lot. Yeah, <laughs> that really, you know, it sucks when you're like competing with the guys that everyone loves, right? You know, just, man, that, ah, especially the ones that are good, man. Um, Larson's comments, you know, you, you mentioned it. How Larson usually pretty quiet. It was a good interview. I thought that was mm. the, you know, we we always I think we rag on Larson. We like rag on Chase about they're a little too tame um, with their interviews. At times, they don't talk to William Byron enough or Alex Bowman ever. So. Um, <laughs> I would assume it's a Hendrick thing, <laughs> yeah. but um, kind of j- just synopsis or uh, to paraphrase said, Denny is always right. And I didn't deserve that. I think, uh, I think we've kind of summed that up though already. I don't know if we need to retread that necessarily. Mm. Fair point. Probably. Yeah. He probably in, in that contained instance didn't deserve it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you know, again, we talked about repeated behavior and stuff and, you know, this is, Denny did this to Chase at Charlotte and obviously we talked about Chase kind of overreacting to it. Um, Larson went up there and, you know, rubbed Denny a little bit (laughs) after the caution Mm -hmm. and I was waiting for NASCAR to give him a penalty, but then I remembered he drives for Hendrick. Um, (laughs) so I gotta get my comments in somehow. I gotta get my comments in somehow. I will say, going back to the actual incident itself at Pocono, Mm -hmm. like we can all agree, like... This isn't to say that no one's at fault. I think racing incidents can have someone still be at fault and still be a racing incident. But overall, racing incident, right? Like Oh, yeah, and overall. we're talking about it, right? Like yeah. that's it's a good thing. If oh, anyone yeah. thinks I, this I is a even... bad thing, that's like <laughs> Oh yeah, didn't, what are you I didn't even bring about? up that it was good for the sport cuz it's obvious that it's good for the sport. This yeah. is fantastic. It is uh 
I, I, I thought of this before Dale did on his podcast. So if you see this on the Dale, Dirty Mo Twitter, it was me first. Uh, it's a great time to be a NASCAR fan right now. Oh yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff happening. <laughs> yep. I'm I thought Rivalries of it before Dale did. Are back. And my rivalry is with Dirty Mo Media. <laughs> Buddy, you're, you're you're fighting a losing fight there, yeah. but I don't know what to tell you. We're gonna we're gonna make it, baby. Come on. We're gonna so, Alan Koicky this bitch. We got this. <laughs> so Kyle Larson was was mad, right? He had a reason to be mad. Now, one guy that didn't have a reason to be mad. <coughs> this was this was so funny. Um, Austin Dillon, he was big mad. He he tried to break out his pitching abilities. To, Terribly, by the way, spiked that helmet into the ground. Um, him and he made some contact with Tyler Reddick. Big crash. Glad to see that he was okay. Mm-hmm. Um, first off, maybe he was, you know, knocked a little bit silly because again, he did not throw the helmet anywhere close to the forty-five car. So maybe he was a little dizzy still. You know, hopefully not. But uh, mm. no, not the right comment. We'll cut that. Um, no, that was good. It's good. I just <laughs> you went like this. I'm like, okay. No, I'll say no. He need to. He needs to cool it down. I, I don't even know if he needs to stick to ra- driving race cars, but at least not throwing helmets. <laughs> I mean, do we have any thoughts there? Because I thought that was kind of a big moment the in the race. What the hell are you doing? I thought in the moment it was like it was a little bit of eighth gap car, but like Reddick was there. Dylan turned in like he wasn't. I guess he expected Reddick to not stick in there like that i get the helmet throw in the moment but like thought he was still driving eight the fact that it continued on after that it was like all right like you guys have had time to cool off you've had time to see the replay like maybe there's just still some hurt feelings there or whatever but it's just a lack of awareness for sure i don't know why the tyler race the only reason austin Dillon has any wins in the last five years (laughs) (laughs) that's true yeah yikes yeah it's just bizarre (laughs) um also, anyone else find it weird? This is the second time Austin Dillon has accused someone of doing something that they didn't do. Like I'm telling a you, month man, and a half. Time to step into that ownership role at RCR. This whole driving thing ain't working out. Oof. Where is he at in points right now? Okay, he's got he had one of those hundred point penalties though yeah. too. So it's he should be like top twenty in points. He would be twenty second right now. Never mind. Yeah, where's, where's Kyle Bush? Yeah, well, uh, listen, <laughs> listen. Uh, <laughs> That ain't the conversation we're having. <laughs> it's finna be. It's yeah. fixing to be. All right, last topic here uh, to open. The bubble battle, right? This has been the hottest conversation because this year we don't have people just winning left and right like we did a year ago. We still have five spots on points um, after Pocono with five races remaining. Things seem to... The picture got a little clearer. Um, Bubba Wallace... Michael McDowell both gained points. I believe McDowell's 17 to the good and Bubba's 22. Those are the numbers in my head. Hold on. I'm looking. Um, Daniel Suarez, obviously, he wrecked early. Um, unfortunate for them, but that kind of feels like it puts them into a must-win situation. AJ Allmendinger wasn't able to, to close the gap all that much. Uh, Ty Gibbs, even with the top five, wasn't able to really close the gap too much. So uh, yeah, we don't have to talk about who's in 20th in points. All right. <laughs> don't have to relive that. What? Chase Elliott? <laughs> no, Alex. <Bowman. laughs> oh, well, uh, life is pain. That's all I have to say about that. So uh, he's paying also, for that 20 
Uh, that 2021 Pocono win. Yeah. Uh, also, <laughs> before we move on to the next segment, uh, or the next topic, there is, because AJ Allmendinger did not, I mean, he had had a couple good runs in a row and then just kind of was invisible today. And nobody's talking about the fact that he right-reared his teammate going into the tunnel turn this weekend. Like, nobody's mentioned that. Like, Justin Haley went head-on into the wall in two, and it was 100% AJ Allmendinger who hooked him. I don't know if maybe Almondinger got turned into him or something, but it was definitely him. <laughs> Something's up at calling, dude. Like something is. I don't up. think he actually <laughs> turned him. Like I don't are know you, if it, are that, you that's to the say thing. He right reared. Like what are we doing, Matt? Dude, watch the replay. Brother. He literally right. He right, right reared right, him. He was the right. car that hooked Haley. Okay, Austin I don't Dillon. I'm not, I'm not saying he did it intentionally. <laughs> I'm not saying he did it intentionally. I don't yeah. know what happened. That's the thing. And nobody's talking about it. Nobody's <laughs> investigating this at all. But like Justin Haley was pointed towards the outside wall in the grass going into the tunnel turn. And there was a white Camaro with yellow roof numbers <laughs> hooking his right <laughs> rear quarter panel. <laughs> like That's they just like, didn't dwell on it at all on the broadcast. And like I haven't seen anybody talk about this, that it was literally his teammate. It's so weird. There's no like, there's no really good replays of this. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> you all of a sudden like... saw a car going head on into the outside wall. Yeah. Wow. I don't know. It's just weird. That is. They're covering something up, aren't they? I I just feel like <laughs> that's it, what you it sound kinda, like. That's what you it sound like. Flew under the radar that like every single time there's been a right rearing incident, like everybody online has been all over it. And this one, they're like, man, that's crazy. Justin Haley died. Anyway. <laughs> or no, uh, Justin Haley see, did not see. die. Yeah, that was he's alive. Uh, he's fine. Hyperbole. He's okay. Or so, we know. I'm just curious. <laughs> I just I want to know what happened. So I don't uh, know. I can't find anything on it. That's a great transition because our next segment's called From the Shop. We're going to talk all things news. These titles they're going to change, folks, if we don't like them. Um, <laughs> speaking of Justin Haley, uh, big news, bombshell news this past week. Uh, we, we talked a lot silly season last week. We talked about the 10. We talked about the 34, 38, the 21. We didn't talk about the 51 or the 15 or the 31. And guess what? We, Things we just got we a little weird to. with those we three. did not think we needed to, I think. Um, Justin Haley announces he's going to move to Rick Ware Racing. And in all his interviews, he talked about RFK, Brad Kislowski being instrumental in that. Of course, Rick Ware has an alliance with RFK. How's it going to feel when Justin Haley replaces Brad Keselowski at RFK, Joe? I don't know. <laughs> Listen, I'm... Eric Jones, man. Or three. Let's go. You're not going to ride or die with RFK? I don't think so. I don't know. Hmm. Honestly, I don't know. Because, like, I also, you know, was never, like, a Roush guy because of Carl Edwards and, you know, right. tried to kill my boy and stuff. Hmm. But That's I don't fair. know. Probably. I feel like it's a Carl Edwards thing more than a Roush thing. But... Well, yeah, but like you know, this hatred runs Jack... deep. <laughs> did Jack Roush go out there and right rear Brad Kozlowski? It'd be pretty <laughs> awesome Jack if Roush he did. Weird. <laughs> you know who did right rear somebody? AJ <laughs> Allmendinger. Yeah. Um. What do we think, Justin Haley, moving moving over to Rick Ware Racing? I think so. I think something's up at Colleague, dude. Just like what happened two weeks ago. You really are on this conspiracy I, theory. It, it's literally 
Two of the last three uh, weeks in a row, something completely inexplicable with Justin Haley's happened, and now all of a sudden he's also <laughs> leaving the team <laughs> to go to Rick Ware. <laughs> all right, well, <laughs> where's well, my tinfoil at? <laughs> well, well, Matt's like got the red yarn out and a bunch of thumbtacks on the <laughs> wall. <Hey> Sylvia, <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> let's talk about I, you know. I don't think it's as bad a move as people are thinking. I think there's, there's, I, I forget what they are. I wish I wrote them down. I've been, I've been doing better about writing stuff down. I have my notebook and I have my iPhone with my notes, but I didn't write this down. There's been, there's kind of signs that it looks like Rick Ware might be downsizing, mm. potentially selling a charter, maybe. Um, that's all a good sign. I think those cars in that team has the ability to be competitive. You know, in the mid pack, maybe. Now, obviously, I don't think they're going to be competing for wins. Let's let's get that out of the way right now. I don't I don't mean competitive in the sense of I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. I think they're going to be a little bit behind Colleague for a little while. But RFK is on the up and up. There's a big partnership there. Justin Haley is a good race car driver. No matter what you think, no matter how mad you are that he didn't push Daniel Hemrick to a win, um, and you know, if he's kind of eyeing RFK in that six car, or if RF, you know, maybe RFK, maybe, maybe, who knows? Maybe RFK is looking at being a three car team one day. I don't know. I don't know. Because I, you know, a, a lot of talk has had, you know, in the industry circles that three cars is the magic number for cars, monetary, like financially. Maybe RFK is looking at that. Maybe it's something in the future. We don't know what those talks are. I, I just think a lot of people are clowning Justin Haley for this move when I don't think it's as bad as it seems. Reminds me a lot of when uh, Truex and Boyer announced their MWR moves because MWR was or MWR was some some butt ass shit at the time. <laughs> and then they turned into a race winning team. So yeah, it could work out that way. Um, yeah, Justin Haley. So when we were talking about this, I think it was last week when we were trying to find the new uh, Menard <laughs> line or whatever. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm starting to think more and more that Justin Haley is that guy because, like, every time I hear people talk about how much he sucks, I'm like, ah, hang on, he's not that bad. But then when people are like, dude, Justin Haley rules, I'm like, let's chill out a little bit on that. <laughs> Calm down. Calm I down. think he's no way. perfectly right in the middle. <laughs> yeah. Good. He's Yeah, he is a capable race car driver. <laughs> <laughs> Fair, Fair enough. Point. Fair point. Yeah. Um, I, I, I definitely, the fact that they're partnering up with R- or RFK uh can be a sign for the future but that's also banking on rfk continuing to their upward trajectory so mm. which i think i think is likely just because Brad Kislowski, listen this guy has a history of helping build programs as a race car driver mm-hmm. i mean help build junior motorsports help build penske into the team that they are now because the team they were when it was ryan newman in the 12 car and Rusty Wallace and Kurt Busch and that team, while they have not stand for this David Stremmy erasure. Okay, whatever. <laughs> that team and Sam Hornish Jr. Don't forget him either. Yeah. It's- um, God. That team, while they had all the funding and they had all the partners and they had the backing and they had the pedigree, they weren't the championship caliber team that they are now. No. So if Great. if you look at it as, hey, we're with RFK. That team is only going to get better. Brad Kislowski has publicly endorsed Chris Buescher, which I think is huge. Because I think Chris Buescher needed that. Because yeah. he was not going to get that from Jack Roush. Because that's just not who Jack Roush is. 
We know that, right? And that's fine. That's that you're, is fine. That works. You're telling me the guy who ran a competition to figure out who his truck series drivers is going to be might be kind of cold to his drivers, Joe. Is that <laughs> what you're telling me? But I, I think, and you look at that team, and they're having fun too, right? Yeah. Like we, we yeah. always talk about this with other sports, and like when the team's having fun, uh, you know, they're they're doing good. I, I hate to bring it back to my favorite teams, but I look at Michigan football up until 2020 and then i look at the last two seasons and there is a remarkable difference on the sidelines of that team same thing with the detroit lions same thing with all these other teams that you've seen get better and better and better um and those are just because those are examples that are relevant to me i'm sure you guys can find them for yourselves too point being when a team's having fun it's a lot easier um to, to perform well and i think that's what you know they're doing that they have a guy that knows how to build programs running helping run the program and um yeah i don't know um justin haley has one cup series win another guy that has one cup series win is shane van gisbergen who will return at the indy road course which was not previously planned um Mm. in the project 91 car it's also pretty much sounds like a done deal that he's going to go nascar racing i'm assuming cup series racing in 2024 um do, for, the first question being, do we like the move from a sense of competitiveness? The second 100%. question being, hundred. you say 100%? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I love it. Same thing, Matt? Mm-hmm. Okay, we don't need to have any discussion there. No. <laughs> second question being, where does he land? Because you talked about Rick Ware might be selling a charter. Do they sell it to track house? Do they sell it to colleague do they sell it to you know what do they sell it to one of these chevy teams rcr is another one that oh we want three um i think we need to go back and uh, are we really we we need to rewind a little bit are we really sure he's going to go to the cup series where do you start out shane van gisbergen i have my opinion you say you start start out in xfinity is that what you're saying no i'm not saying that at all but what do you guys think see this is what's tough is like he's he's run one race um i don't know if i said those two words backwards or not um but like oh my god i what was i trying to say here oh like i feel like obviously we need more of a sample size um i think we need to see him on an oval first i think (laughs) that's the biggest thing probably not going to before next year if he's going (laughs) because uh like yes he won in his first race out but like it was also at a type of track that nascar has never run at before and I don't think he's not going to be competitive at Indy. I mean, he very well could run it back again, but like it's extremely specific uh, circumstances for him to to win that race first try out. I think it'd be awesome if he shows up and I feel like if he wants to go cup racing, he's not going to have any trouble finding a ride. Mm. But I would be cool to see them roll at the 91 for an oval race and just see how he does. But We'll see. Yeah. I agree, because, I, I, I mean, this was a debate that was kind of happening when this news came out last week on on some platforms. Like, where do you start Shane Van Gisbergen? Um, I saw people saying that he needs to go Xfinity Series racing. I saw people saying he's a star in the trucks. I, I don't agree with either of those. Nope. I think Xfinity racing will only mess him up in the next-gen car. I mean, we saw when Jimmy Johnson, uh, you know, outside of Daytona, obviously, when he went to Charlotte, he had not had any experience with the next-gen car other than on the super speedway. 
And he made the mistake that all the drivers in the first season of the Next Gen made where he was spinning out. He was, you know, getting caught up in himself. I mean, it, the, the Next Gen car is hard to drive, especially if you're not used to it, especially on an oval. Um, I think if you're if you run an Xfinity car, if you run a truck, that's only going to mess you up. It's only going to set back your development in the Next Gen car. I think he has to start in Cup. Um, and I think it's really crucial for him to start on an oval this year before that he does move to full-time next year. I, I, I think whether he does that or not remains to be seen, but um, yeah, I, if, if there's any discourse about where he needs to start out, what series do not, do not put him in anything on a bigger track. That is not a next gen car. Cause it is only going to hurt his development on ovals. Uh, yeah. And that kind of takes me back to what I was talking about when, uh, when the next gen first came along is like, how is this going to affect the ladder to get to the cup series? Because it used to seem almost like a natural progression of the way the cars drive from trucks to Xfinity and then to cup. And now the cup car is nothing like the other two. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if maybe that has anything to do with why we've seen guys like Cole Custer and, and Harrison Burton struggle so bad in the next gen, but like that, that's, you know, what you're saying about, he already has the V8 supercar knowledge. And the next gen is supposed to be very analogous to that. And so you're basically telling him, forget everything you know, and then relearn it again a few years later. Yeah. And it, yeah, for somebody like him who basically already has experience in a car extremely similar to the next gen, it doesn't make sense for him to go run a completely different type of car. Mm -hmm. I concur. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. Um, As to where he lands, I mean, I mean, we kind of. We kind of have this next, and I, I don't want to mix our topics together here from the shop. Oh, um, but I mean, the state of silly season right now is absurd. There's uh, like, I have no idea what is going to happen next. Like, uh, there's a lot of names. There's a few race teams, and who knows where the hell everyone's going to go or what's going to happen to you know like. I don't think Project 91 goes full-time, and I don't think Trackhouse gets a third charter to go full-time. Does he... I mean... Does he replace does Suarez? RCR, does he... Re <sighs> That's a tough one. Because I don't know... Because I, I, there's been rumblings. They, they mentioned it... So, the way I look at it, if they mention it on TV... I think it was Kyle Petty mentioning it. Maybe it was Jeff Burton. Or it was someone on the NBC pre-race. <coughs> or post-race. No, it was pre-race mentioned Daniel Suarez specifically. And it was like, what? Why? Is he what not? No. What do you? Yeah, exactly. Is he not safe for next year? So it's kind of because I thought he had just signed a contract. Yeah, I think besides yeah. the speculation, I would assume he's safe. I would Trackhouse too. is behind yeah, Daniel Suarez. Suarez. An extension this offseason for multiple yeah. years. So, so, but I mean, where there's smoke, there's fire. That's not to say that there aren't conversations being had. Um, but then, like, where does I mean, Colleague has an open spot now, I guess. But that kind of seems primed for Austin Hill. Exactly. <laughs> like, like I mean, there's it, it's like, how do we fit them? How, where where do they all go? Who's gonna get what? Are we gonna have an uncharted full time team? Probably not. They're no. gonna lose money. So, like, well, what happens? And, and the rumor too, RCR wants a third charter remember they they were gonna run they were gonna who knows but they were gonna try to run tyler reddick full-time in a third right. car this year supposedly mm -hmm. um 
maybe this is where Rick Rare Racing downsizing comes into play, sells a charter. Mm-hmm. There's the rumors about Stuart Haas and the 10 charter. And do they continue oh, to run damn, that car? Dude. What Spire what could happening? sell a charter? That's pretty likely. I, I don't think they're a great two-car team. I think they needed to go down to one, but... I mean, that would make so, sense for them. The thing with RCR's charter, though, is, like, if they start a third team, Austin Hill's 100% going to that. They're not going to start a third team and then outsource their young star driver out to somebody else. Well, that exa- that's exactly the point, though, because then, yeah. then it opens the 31, because right now that's that's the rumor, is that he's going to the 31. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That he's, he, he is the top guy in Xfinity right now that doesn't have a ride next year in Cup. Yeah. Right? It's not, yeah, and I don't... Yeah. I don't see them putting Hemrick in the car because they got to. They tried that. Out, they got to run better before they even explore that idea. And Chandler Smith's not ready. So, hmm. and it could be a thing where AJ Baby runs two more years in Cup and calls it a career, and Chandler takes that car too. You know, like yeah. you, you don't know right now mm-hmm. um, what these succession plans look like. You know, John Hunter Nemechek would be a great candidate for anyone, but I don't think he's leaving Toyota. Nope, because I think he's, he's smarter than that. He is just he is he, praying on Martin Truex Jr.'s downfall. Yeah, get that nineteen car. We talked about it. Martin Truex. He he's he is sending Martin Truex Jr. fishing poles every week. <laughs> you think he's just like walking by Truex's car and just like letting air out of his tires, like as he goes by? <laughs> he's just he's, he's hiding Bass Pro Shop gift his cards doorstep every just morning, plugging things. <laughs> um. Yeah, it, it it's there's still a lot of dominant. We we don't know if Eric Almirola is retiring. <laughs> like that's <laughs> just like I like just, how that's just a thing that we've accepted. That for for two seasons now we have had no idea if Eric Almirola is going to retire. He literally or not. announced last year that he was retiring at the end of the year, and he's, then he was like, "Nope, bacon money." <laughs> he's, he's just on his Mark Martin arc. He's going to announce his retirement and then drive for ten more years. <laughs> <laughs> at this point, I I believe it. Because the man is just, we're just accepting that that's normal with him. That he's just bringing in the bacon, potentially retire. Yeah, maybe. Um, yeah, but yeah, silly season, silly. <laughs> it's just awesome that we're in a state of a silly season where two of the names being rumored for full time rides are Shane Van Gisbergen and Jensen Button. <laughs> Who's rumoring what? J- Jensen Button was on the list of people to replace Eric Almirola. <laughs> <laughs> he has expressed interest. He he really yeah. liked NASCAR and he he really liked the Garage 56 thing. I, I He needs to ride an oval first. I think it's a smaller chance than than like some of these oh, other yeah. names that we've mentioned, but it is a possibility it's and the, the fact list. that it is a possibility is nuts. Yeah, well, there there was yeah, I think it was before Josh Berry signed with him, but they had the rumor mill of like who might replace Eric Almirola if he retires? And it was like Josh Berry, Corey LaJoy, somebody else, Jensen Button, and, and everybody's like, "Hang on, hold whoa, on, whoa, 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 whoa!" <laughs> you can't. Just Three of those that. names made sense, guy. Okay, Stern, damn it! But uh, silly season, silly right now. It's really good. Like I said, great time to be an NASCAR fan. Great time also. I was looking this up because I was looking up Rick Ware racing stuff and I forgot that Rick Ware has uh, a world supercross team and they can't even get two of the same bikes for two of their riders. So it's like how they a few years ago, they were showing up with different manufacturers, every car. They can't even get two for Yamaha YZ450. Listen, Rick Ware, he just likes racing, man. He's drag racing now. Supercross, NASCAR, IndyCar. Oh, 
Imsa, he's everywhere, man. He he just likes racing. I feel like it's almost like he's just licensing his name. I don't know why or how or who would pay for rate. it, but he's doing it. It's the only thing I can think of. He's literally he's just he's just a big he's just he's just Ray Kroc, but NASCAR guy. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Pretty much. Um So we have a fun little segment for this week, one week only. We're gonna call it Dewey on Location. You know, the man, the myth, the legend, Dewey Shram, um, who you know and you love. He sent in a video. Because he was at SRX this past week with he was also Ricky was also there. They were supposed to take a video together. They didn't. Whatever. I'm not mad. Um <laughs> Don't worry, neither of them well, listened to well, this. Well I'm glad you're not bitter about it, so <laughs> but, uh, let's go ahead and, and uh let's let's go to our uh, correspondent on the ground, Mr. Dewey Shram in Stafford. Hey, it's Dewey from JTN. Just got back to my car after a really, really cool SRX event here at Stafford. Second week in a row these guys came here. Hope everybody in Vermont is continuing to be safe and everything with all the stuff that's been going on up there. Thoughts are with everybody affected by all the floods and everything. What a race that was. Had a lot of action through the first two heats. Greg Biffle had to go to a backup car for the main. And the action didn't stop there once the main started. Had a bunch of guys losing brakes and everything by the end. Had a couple pretty big hits to the outside wall. Kanan, Priest, Gazlowski. I think Tracy did two towards the end. But man, Ryan Newman out here becoming a bit of an ace here at Stafford. He's now raced here three times. He's won twice. Finished second the third time. This man might be new to the block here in the Connecticut short track scene. But man... He is making it look easy, already winning twice again in just a short amount of time, beating out the likes of Priest and Suarez, Tony Stewart, everybody else. I can't say enough about the job that Tony and Ray Evernham and Don Hawk have done to build this program up. It's been an incredible journey they've had over these first three years. Second time I've been here down to Stafford, and man, it has been a blast both times. Again, can't say enough about the job they're doing. But the driver's performance and everything else, fans have been great. The action's been great. The broadcasts have been great. Can't ask for more for a short track series. And I'm glad I've been able to come down here twice. It's been a blast. And that was uh, that was Dewey Schramm on location. That was the most SRX. New England racing fan sounding video I've ever heard in my <laughs> life. Like that literally, that was, I could not, it was so on brand with like the region. All that was good. missing was just a, what's better than this? Just guys being dudes. <laughs> no way. <laughs> um, literally sounds like every New England racing fan I've ever encountered. That was awesome. But uh, genuinely, that was awesome. And Dewey, we really appreciate you. Again, hope you watch or listen. Um, also, drive safely. Don't do what he did. <laughs> I know. I was going to make Never. a joke about the lighting being really dark, and then you pointed out that he was driving. I was like, oh, that's why. <laughs> yeah, I heard, the, I heard the damn road noise. I was like, there's no way this man is vlogging while busting hey. down the highway. Hey. He was doing his due diligence for JTN. Uh, Gotta again, get the content. Reminder, don't text and drive. And don't use your phone if you're in the state of Michigan. It's illegal to even like hold your phone in your hand now. Um, that That's a thing. 
That is a thing. You you. I believe it. Man. You can't. Oh, you yeah. can't. It was crazy. End of June, they're like, no more putting your. You can't hold your phone in your hand. So guess who had to get a car mount for his 2008 car that don't have Apple CarPlay or Android Auto or all this newfangled stuff that the law is made for. You know. Oh man, Nolan Ryan, he had to do it, didn't he? Yep. <laughs> God. Oh, Anyways. you meant you had to do that. Yep. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, me too. But you know, My bad. that guy too. Oh, darn. My bad. I hate you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, as Dewey said, Ryan Newman won really entertaining SRX race. Um, these races have been awesome. I I don't really have too much more to say. I don't know if you guys have anything. But if uh, I start talking about it too long, I'm gonna get the thousand yard stare. So what? I'm just trying. <laughs> Ryan Priest had it in the bag. Lost his damn brakes. <laughs> I swear to God, the fact that I was a Jimmy Johnson fan is is the sole reason that I'm like that used up all of my racing fanhood happiness, and I'm not allowed to enjoy anything ever again. I'm I'm sure of it. I have not enjoyed none of no driver that I like has enjoyed like a large amount of success other than the odd race win with Parker Klugerman since Jimmy Johnson's 2017 season. It's been 98% pain since then. Yeah, it's kind of absurd at this rate. <laughs> like, maybe just pick it's, better it's, drivers. It's crazy to <laughs> to imagine like <laughs> Ryan Priest was like wasting away at JTG a couple of years ago, and then he was like, "Finally, my big break at Stuart Haas," and now he's like <laughs> in, trying in to the, punch out Corey LaJoy. In the meantime, ran really well in the Xfinity, won won some truck yeah. races, almost won a few more truck races and stuff like that. Got his big break. I'm like. And then it's it like I. And then he still doesn't have then, a top ten this year. And then, oh, I mean, to be fair, I still firmly believe he's the second best SHR car. It's just a shame that the second best, third best, and fourth best SHR cars all run outside the top twenty-five. So, dude, dude it's um, crazy. Chase Briscoe runs thirtieth every week. It's like, what are you speed. doing, blood? On speed, it's I remember, ridiculous. I remember. Uh... It was Auto Club too, where they just flat out missed the setup, and we were like, "Oh man, they're struggling this week. That's weird. Maybe they just missed the setup." No, it's just been the season. They just suck. Yeah. Also, yeah. <laughs> the one race where they were all very good, Ryan Priest sits on pole for Martinsville, gets a gets a speeding penalty, goes to the back, is stuck outside the top twenty, and three of the four SHR cars that aren't him are all inside the top four at one point in that race. So there was uh, the graphic, <laughs> uh, the, the graphic that they posted this week, uh, which was Kevin Harvick starting fourth, Almirola twenty seventh, <laughs> Briscoe twenty ninth, Priest thirty fourth. Pain. It's like, it's what so are we bad. doing? And they, it's not like, okay, so SHR out of all like the super teams that we like to say, probably the least funded, like outside funding, right? Mm-hmm. I, I would say out of the what four. Yeah. Right. Or su- I mean, four Eric super, five just super drove teams. a blue car that just said Ford in plain label logo or text on it. This week. Yeah. Well, and so the Haas funny. money and, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, at least Ryan Priest was doing good in SRX for a little bit there. I, you know. Uh, yeah. If I had, or at least reminded that he's talented and it's maybe not his fault that they're that bad in cup. If I had a nickel for every time my drivers were showing flashes of brilliance that ultimately either A, didn't pan out, or B, didn't lead to anything special, I would be able to buy Dirty Mo Media and end the rivalry. But be able to buy Ryan Priest a better ride at this rate. <laughs> <laughs>
The word, he's bringing funding to that car too. I, yeah. Don't it's, remind, dude. Don't stop. 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 Like don't. he's Cole Custer. Just don't. Um, Just don't. All right. Oh, that's so, rough. Well, you know, <laughs> let's get though. even rougher here. <laughs> this is our uh, bottom split segment. Um, mm. For folks that are new here and folks that have listened to us the entire time, because again, this is a completely new format this week that we're testing out. You know, let us know how it is. Um, your I worst, like it, Joe. your worst. <laughs> I gotta preface everything with I think I, I think it sucks, so that way when people say it's good, I'll be like, oh yeah, it was pretty good. Um, genuine reactions, love to see them. This is worst slash funniest thing you saw this weekend. Jay, you go first. Worst thing I saw this weekend, Carson Hosevar just absolutely flooring it off a of turn one. Hey, look, that wrecked Parker Klickerman. <laughs> uh, piggybacking it's off of all that. Circle. Anytime, anytime we think Carson Hosevar is making progress towards actually realizing what he's doing, he, he does something, and we've talked about that at nauseum yeah. this year. Is Carson Hosevar the new Noah Gregson? Yes. Okay. Okay. I think he wants sure. to be too, and who wouldn't want to be <laughs> Noah Gregson? He's in the Cup Series, and he just had like nine though. Xfinity wins last year. So, <laughs> I listen, that ain't a dig. I'm so confused. I like Truck Series racing is an anomaly to me. <laughs> it just, it, I, I like in my opinion, it's it's like Truck Series racing is it's just eye racing, and they just like have a really good computer. <laughs> Because I don't think it's real. <laughs> Nobody races the truck series. The truck series just kind of happens to everybody. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's the best way to describe it. <laughs> People get a trucker and they're just like, damn it. Yeah, the truck series <laughs> happened to Kyle Busch this week. Yeah. So. We didn't talk about that. That was really cool. Anyway. Um, yeah. Uh, I stay think tuned. People don't care, but. Uh, my my worst slash funniest was uh, Josh Berry on the last lap of the Xfinity race. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't know how more not clear you can be. Uh, which I thought it the the thing that got me the most about it was like it was clearly a thing that only affected him, and then the the online response of like Josh Berry killed my family kind of thing. <laughs> it was like that is literally the hardest part of the track to spot, but it was really hilarious to see him go from the apron to almost putting his teammate in the wall just because he was like must get in line and then was literally wrecked a corner later <laughs> so not his proudest moment but he was going for it i uh am i allowed to do a sim racing thing for mine of course okay my worst slash funny we so we as a league we had eight people we we attempted the spa 24 hour um <laughs> Dude, every time I saw you guys posting, I was like, how many so goddamn many... people are driving this car? There's so many different things eight that people. happened. Eight people. Oh, I'm waiting eight to see people. which one it is. There's Man, there's two that are really good, and I'm just going to say both of them because yep, they're pretty fine. funny. Austin gets in. Austin? Austin? JTN Austin, commentator Austin Spencer. JTN commentator Austin Spencer spent all night getting his SR up to get fast-tracked to Class C so he could run it with us. He was practicing his first laps in the car, like, that morning. Um, he gets in the car, I believe, after me, or, or a couple a couple stints after me. He gets in the car, and he puts down a stint with, like, like I think, like, 50 or 60, 60 incidents alone. He, <laughs> he, I ended at 50, like, 50 were, incidents. Were you there where 
when he first got in the car yes. though oh my god oh my god <laughs> go ahead austin austin's been practicing in like test mode right in i racing austin gets in the car rolls out of pit lane and he's like oh there's no driving line <laughs> and immediately <laughs> we're all like freaking yeah out. are you gonna be okay <laughs> Austin had no frame of reference for the racetrack at all because the driving driving line wasn't on and he was driving in pitch black spa like middle of the night (laughs) it was perhaps the most unhinged thing I've ever seen on iRacing Um, (laughs) my other one was it's like 6am 5am my 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 dearest dearest friend, I love him to death. Joey Stefano <laughs> wrecks the car, and he's like a few laps away from his fuel pit stop. He stays out enough laps, he, and he 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 gets he wrecks the car. There's a meatball flag. When you get a meatball flag in I racing, you have to pull in within two or three laps or whatever it is. Joey tries to stretch it to get to the end of his fuel, and he makes a lap. And it tells him he's been disqualified. <laughs> and and iRacing kicks him off the track afterwards. And we get placed behind people. And our race is over with six hours left. Not because we wrecked a million times. Or because we wrecked a lot. Like, not because we, like, had 250 incidents or whatever. It's because Joey didn't pit. And we got disqualified. And some people didn't even get to make a stint. <laughs> I like how ever since you guys won the Rolex last year, much like your Jimmy Johnson fandom, it's just been all downhill since then. We won the Glen. We won oh, the Glen. Right. That was great. The Glen, although it was also six hours and only like five people total participated it in two different classes. Um, every other thing we have done, you are correct. The 24-hour at Daytona was awful we wrecked a million times the 12 hours of sebring darren ran the car out of goddamn fuel somehow <laughs> in remember, the lmp2 there's a red the, blinking light that says low that? fuel do you remember his excuse no one was here or something yeah. i forget no I'm one like, told me to pit brother, brother the, 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 car <laughs> did. the car did your crew chief said you're low on fuel at least three laps ago i listen we're gonna do petite. It's gonna be a lot of fun. But that was that that was by far the bottom split moment of the week for me. Was just the entire twenty four hours at Spa for us eighteen. It was All a blast. Right. Had a lot of fun. So that moves us to our A <laughs> class of the week. Uh, you know your top tier, your your best. I'm, I like. I don't know why you're not neglecting Road to Pro. Road to Pro is good. That's a good okay. Road to Pro. Yeah. The Road to Pro. The road to Pro moment. Okay, fine. It's unique. Go with that. I like it. Road to Pro moment. Matthew, you can go first. Uh, my Road to Pro moment was uh, I won my first time out on my new BMX bike. Yeah! Woo! Hell Let's yeah! Go! That's what I'm talking about. I felt very fast. Uh, I felt like I was only pushing like 75, 80%, and I kind of spoke to the two guys I was racing. There you go. So I was like, damn, okay, this thing's kind of fast. <laughs> Hell yeah. So but I was excited about that. I'm excited to see how that fares in like the big events like you were in a couple weeks ago and stuff now. Yeah, it made me realize like how hard I was working on my old bike to run the pace that I normally Dude. do. 
And it's not to say I was off pace, but I was like, damn, I have been riding my ass off to just be on par with these guys. That's so I wonder if I'm going to be more competitive. I love so. that about I love that about racing. Like, it's really frustrating to know that you've been suffering for so long, but then you get in something that's good, and you're like, I didn't know it could be this good. Yeah, like, I didn't carbon, know this could feel good. Carbon fiber forks. Who knew your front end of your bike could be that light? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I dig that yeah. so much. That's such a cool like racing moment. Yeah. Uh how about you, Davey? What was your um, road to pro moment? We're gonna go back to we're gonna shift back to real we're gonna shift back to NASCAR in this one. My road to pro moment from this week was Joey Logano cussing <laughs> out the track workers yeah. <laughs> like a like a disgruntled dad in the drive thru who got like the wrong order. <laughs> there were a lot of curses in there. I've never heard him speak like that, <laughs> ever. Not on the radio, nothing. That is awesome. What an endorsement, too, for those NASCAR.com onboards that they have for everyone now. Yeah. Now, anytime someone wrecks, I'm switching right to them just to see if they talk with the track workers and it picks anything up. And NASCAR, I swear to God, if you start cutting the microphone feeds, I, what are you doing? That's... Literally, you have to go and find it, so you should know. Like, just viewer discretion is advised. You know, mm -hmm. like, don't do that. That would stink. Little Timmy's probably heard something worse in his own household at some point. That would stink. So, um, my road to pro moment this week was Kyle Busch's pass to win KBM's hundredth Truck Series race on Corey Heim because he absolutely took. Corey Heim to school 100%. and you know talked about how he you know he he said he sent it and he used him up or whatever and you know it was a gutsy move and something that he wouldn't normally do but man that had to feel so good for him because that would have been Toyota's 600th win and he mm -hmm. made him wait two more days for it and um yeah I don't know that that was just that was such a good move I was I was like I was resigned to turn the tv off I'm like oh, Corey Heim's got it and then I'm like oh wait no he don't and uh yeah. that just Amazing move that probably only Kyle Busch is willing to do. Yeah, and a good point that Noah Joyce, a friend of the show, USRL Cup Series champion as of this weekend, uh, brought up in the chat after that move was like, it, the, the best part about it was Corey Heim could have defended it. He just didn't. He just couldn't. He didn't. He like he doesn't have the experience. Mm -hmm. and, I, and that was what I loved about that move was it was just like, you you can just tell that that is a that is a race car driver that is a Kyle Busch with this many truck races under his belt and this many truck wins under his belt and that is like raw like raw talent Corey Heim who's still green and mm -hmm. and still learning and still you know you know earning his stripes and he, he, like the just the muscle behind that move and just the like the way it was done and it ah oh man it was really cool to watch from like a racecraft racer's perspective as as I feel like most people who listen to the show can can watch from that perspective so that's our Road to Pro Moments of the Week, presented by Road to Pro. That was fun. I like that. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. I'm I'm glad. I'm glad to hear that. We're just, we're trying to be a little more a little more structured, you know, a little less. Okay. Save it for the meeting. <laughs> <laughs> so it's preview next weekend <laughs> in the segment that nobody likes doing. Um, truck series. I love doing that. Truck series is, so is at Richmond this weekend. Um, it is their yeah. regular season finale. If you do not have a win, you need to win. <laughs> Things are going to get crazy on Friday night. I just think it's crazy that you said it's the regular season finale. That is insane. And it's July. 
Yeah. Thank you, NASCAR, for not making a good truck series schedule. Have is them race. the truck series entry list not out yet? Uh, it is not. Okay. Um, Boo. Just, oh, wow. just pick, pick someone that you, you think would be in there. Uh, it says it's been released. That's so weird. Yeah. I'm taking time oh. at Jeski, so... Shut up. Boo. Hey. Uh, truck series. Boo. Uh, playoff standings. There we go. Okay. Uh, sorry, I'm struggling here. I have to use NASCAR.com, and this is bad. Yeah, uh, do you guys even watch racing if you can't even name 10 Truck Series drivers? Are you asking uh, if I watch Truck Series racing? Because no, you're I'm not going to like my answer. <laughs> oh, my God. Matt Benedetto's in the playoffs right now? Oh, yeah. He should be. First off, he should be. <laughs> He's 30 points clear. Oh, damn. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with... Uh, this, this feels like a Ben Rhodes win. Oh. Wow, we both picked oh. Thor Sport, guys. I'm not oh. happy about it, but... Davey, pick, Zane... Matt, pick Matt Crafton. Zane Smith. <laughs> wow, okay. Oh, yeah, I forgot about Zane Smith. <laughs> There's no way you're like, boo, time of Jeske, boo, and then you pick Zane Smith. Like <laughs> That's why I did it. Yeah. Um, Xfinity Series is at Road America this weekend. Everyone was so mad about Road America not being on the schedule. Watch Saturday, the Xfinity Series race. Uh, who do you guys got? Connor Nutsack. Okay, Connor Mozak for, for Davey. I just wanted to say that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, Matthew, you want to take Sheldon Creed? No. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to undo the curse. Uh, I got I got to post the reverse Sheldon Creed Thursday video before Twitter shuts down. I got to get on that. Um, I'm going to go I'm going to go weird pick too. I'll take Parker Retzlav. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, give me Kaz Grala. Mm. <laughs> How many Z's if in our driver's <laughs> names do we just pick? <laughs> we each have one. That's awesome. <laughs> um, and then the Cup Series is at Richmond Sunday afternoon. Who was good at Richmond last? Larson won in the spring. Truex has been Ugh. lights out as of late. Um. Man, I want to choose someone that's going to shake up the playoff field, but anyone that's going to shake up the playoff field's either going to stink or I don't want to pick them because it'll jinx them. Um, on that note, Ryan Priest. Oh. On the note that you were saying, I'm going to take Chase Elliott. <clears throat> we Ugh. know it can't be Bowman because he's already won here. And as <laughs> we know, he only wins at tracks once. So. Uh, I'm going to say Kevin Harvick. Yeah. The one here last year yeah. in this race. Oh. I don't care what people say. That team's due for a breakout, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. They're they're running too good consistently, yeah, they'll get, right? They'll get one. So. He saw history flash before his eyes off turn one <laughs> this week. <laughs> He's like, not again. He's getting four flashbacks. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Um, yeah. But, yeah, okay. That's Big Racers podcast this week. Right? It was fun. It was good. Was it? I think it was. I think it was fun or that it was the I podcast? Think it, I think it was the Fake Racers podcast. I'm okay. not entirely sure. Did you have fun? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Now you're recorded saying that, so you, you know, it'll hold up in court, just so you know. I had fun.
Davey, where can, where can they follow code. you on social media? Um, I don't feel like it this week, Joe. I'm sorry. Okay. Matthew? They, they don't need to follow me. Uh, I don't know what the website is called that I have my only active pretty, social media. Pretty sure it's on, still so. Twitter.com. Yeah, by the time this comes out, it's probably not going to be anywhere. X.com. I'm going to buy the domain before he can. <laughs> it's still out there. <laughs> he can't can't even trademark it, so I don't... Have fun. Yeah. Um, remember, you can follow us at Johto Network on YouTube, as well as JTN2 here on YouTube if you're watching or if you're listening. Again, YouTube. That's how you keep up to date with us. That's where we kind of post everything. You can get face cams of these podcasts, full-length podcasts on YouTube, and we post clips over on the main at Johto Network channel on YouTube. Facebook at Johto Network, Instagram at Johto Network, TikTok at Johto Network, Twitter and threads at Johto Network. We make it super easy for you because, you know, we want to help you help us. Help me help you. So, um, again, as always, folks, can't thank you enough for watching, listening. Leave a review, leave a comment, leave a like. You can, I think you can reply on podcasts now on Spotify. So leave us a comment there. Maybe you hated the show. Tell us you hated it. Maybe you loved it. Tell us you loved it. We don't care. Just interact with us because that's what we love to see. And we will see you guys next week here on the Fake Racers Podcast.